Hey, hey, habit thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Hey there, Habit Thrivers. Welcome to episode number 11 of your Habit Thrive podcast. This is the second episode in four episodes related to our theme in the month of September on planning happiness. So if you haven't had a chance yet to listen to last week's episode, it will connect to this week's episode and the four episodes will work nicely together. So if you're not listening to this in the month of September, that's okay. But if you do get a chance to put the four episodes together in whatever month or season that you are in, you are able to plan your happiness. And actually, on that note, I did want to mention that I am doing a planning happiness session. It's a getter done session on Wednesday, September 28th. It's a session that's about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes. Using the Google Calendar, the Google Calendar just makes me happy. The colors, the format, the fact that it goes across all my devices, it's easy peasy. It makes planning happiness Um, a lot happier (laughs) or a lot more fun I should say so again that is Wednesday September the 28th at 7 o'clock Eastern the link for that get her done session is in the show notes if you are listening to this after the fact the recording will be available as well so how I would like to start this week's episode episode number 11 with the habit hack of having a daily schedule that follows your natural flow and rhythm. How I'd like to start this episode is with an excerpt from one of my favorite Ayurvedic books, which is Change Your Schedule, Change Your Life. And I will put the name of the book in the show notes as well. So this section is actually in the foreword by Deepak Chopra, and it starts. As mounting evidence has proven, timing is everything inside the body. Every process in trillions of cells is regulated by an internal clock. One that turns out to be very similar to the one described in the Vedic texts. In fact, the critical importance of daily circadian rhythm may prove to be the link between ancient Ayurvedic practices and alleviating the modern epidemic of chronic diseases. I love that. I love every part of this book, actually. And this information through Ayurveda, through my research in terms of circadian rhythms and our 24-hour body clock, I have been obsessed with blogs, podcasts, books, research for many, many years because it went right back to my 20s, actually, when I started to notice the impact, particularly in the fall, of the change in light. So when the light changes, the end of August, the beginning of September here in Northern Ontario, for sure, things in my body and my mind start to change. So this is why 
when I think to my favorite, let's say, health strategy or habit hack, it is getting in sync with nature. Finding my, and I keep saying my particular rhythm and flow, your particular rhythm and flow, because ours together, yours and mine will not be the same. And in a good way, and sometimes in a more challenging way, I'm going to say as well, it does take some exploring and it does take some experimenting with what works the best. And that's why in last week's session, I suggested that you just start to notice the flow of your day, start to keep track of when you're getting up, when you're going to bed, when you're eating your meals and, and your snacks, when you're exercising, when it feels like you want to kind of kick back, when do you want that relaxation time in your day, when is your high energy time. So you start to notice that. And for those of you that are starting to write it down, I call that phase two for sure. You start to write down and then phase three is starting to uh, let's say repeat some of that and start to notice, is it just a coincidence that I feel better when I go to bed at 10 o'clock and I get up at, or my eyes open at six o'clock? Or when you repeat that over and over again, do you start to notice that, oh yes, that's actually my rhythm for that particular season? And that's what I love about doing these episodes and doing this podcast from a seasonal perspective is that each season we get this opportunity again to reassess and to look at the flow and the rhythm of our schedule for this particular time. And the fall is an absolutely perfect time. Actually, I've been reminded of that lately because I have had clients and class participants say to me, oh, it feels so good to get back into a routine. And it's funny, that's even with a wonderful summer right? That's with a busy summer, lots going on, lots of, lots of positive stuff, warm weather, all of that. But there's something in our brain and our body that craves routine. The fall season can deliver this. But only actually if we are, I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to say that, as long as we are looking towards what is working and also what is not working, right? So there are some things that perhaps we did in the summer and I'll give you the example of, of maybe going to bed at 11 or 12. I mean, the light, it, it, the light is staying longer during the day so that shifts are going to bed. So then when we come into the fall season and the light starts to change and it gets darker earlier, if we stay with that, uh, that habit or that schedule of going to bed at 11 or 12, our summer schedule, then sometimes we don't feel as, as well. Sometimes we don't get up feeling the energy that perhaps we actually even felt in the summer because everything is affected by the light. Our sleep cycle, our wake cycle, our digestion, our elimination, what happens with all of our chemicals, our chemical soup as I like to call it during the day that, that also has an impact on our mood. So that single natural change that happens with a drop in light affects every single organ, every system in our body. So of course, when we think about it, it does make sense to, to change something up or a few things up in the fall with that change in light. So building on last week where you were just starting to get an idea of what your September schedule is like, and I know for some of you, it depends on if you are returning to work, 
or you're working at home or you're retired. But regardless of where you are in this chapter, the fall will still bring a different schedule or can bring a different schedule. So last week we noticed what it was, perhaps what was working, perhaps what you'd like to tweak a little bit. And one thing I'd like to say before I make this next suggestion is that not to fix something that's not broken. So if you are having a wonderful sleep, if you are waking up energized, if you are moving through your day with good energy, with, with no pain and no stiffness, right? Elimination is good. Digestion is good. Blood work is good. It's happening for you. Then I'm not suggesting that you change anything. (laughs) Even if you're thinking, well, that doesn't really go with the fall season. I'm just going to put that out there. That if things are working for you right now, for sure you can tweak some things and you can notice, but here's the, the cool thing as well, is that if you look at your schedule and you do a little, I'm gonna say brain and body assessment and you are feeling well and it, it things are just tickety-boo and then you celebrate that, then it reminds you, oh yes, like perhaps if you get off that schedule, you're traveling or you're not well or you're looking after somebody else, just things that change your schedule, it reminds you that when you get back to your regular schedule, things will be better and maybe much better and that's very hopeful. But what I am suggesting is that if you're moving into the fall season and you're getting some Uh, well this I'm gonna admit this right here some food cravings right because that's what I am quite affected by the change in light so in the fall I start to get a little bit fatigued my sleep patterns go off a little bit I have wild food cravings actually I used to call them food cravings but truly what it is is that I am craving my blueberry muffins and my zucchini muffins and my my home-baked bread and my soups I'm craving carbohydrates because of the drop in light which means that there is less serotonin being manufactured in uh, in my brain because there is less light so I'm oh okay well that's cool then it's natural that I'm gonna say I'm a little bit hungrier and I'm craving carbohydrates now that's not going to be for every Everybody, but I want you to notice because sometimes we just we kind of beat ourselves up and go why can't I get my you know my food cravings under control and what's going on and sometimes in the fall we're going I'm not sure if I'm hungry or I'm tired or I'm getting sick and that's your your brain again trying to figure this out but that makes total sense sometimes if you think you're hungry and then you eat something that you think should be satisfying and it's not sometimes it's actually because you are tired and this is the beautiful magic of fall (laughs) and seasonal changes so that is the importance actually of listening to podcasts and blogs and talking to friends and family as well and saying are you noticing this because when we talk to other people and hear about this and go okay this makes sense It also gives us power and it gives us hope actually to change things up a little bit and to really, really enjoy those muffins. (laughs) That's the other thing because they are serving us in a very different way, especially again when they're nice home-baked blueberry muffins, Northern Ontario blueberries, 
right? There's so many levels of goodness and satisfaction with that. And we get to enjoy it and we get to celebrate it. So those are the opportunities that arise during the fall season. And so, as I said, everything is affected and we can tweak whatever we'd like to tweak. So what I am suggesting for the fall season, because this has come up, is that I've had some clients and um, students as well say, I'd like to go to bed a little bit earlier. I was up later in the, uh, in the summer months. I need to get back to my routine a little bit more. So going to bed a little bit earlier or getting up earlier. Sometimes it is I want to get up and I want to get out for my walk. I want to do my exercise in the morning. I want to get back to doing perhaps what I was doing. It could have been actually before summer months because summer months changes. They change our schedule. So then however you want to look at it, if you're wanting to get up earlier, my suggestion, if you want to get up half an hour earlier, is to change your bedtime by half an hour. And I know that's not easy. As one of my, as one of my wonderful friends said, it's easier to go to the moon than it is to go to bed earlier with the stuff that I have to get done before I go to bed. Totally get that. You are probably going to have more resistance to putting in a daily schedule around perhaps going to bed a little bit earlier, getting up earlier. There's gonna be a lot of resistance to that. So just welcome that, just know that. It makes a lot of sense. And it's a absolute uh, work in progress because it may not happen over the course of the week. It might take a few weeks. It might take the month of September moving into October and then boom, we have a time change. And then I'm not gonna say you have to start again, but there will be some tweaking again and then we can move forward again. And I'll say it, you'll hear me say this over and over again, this does not apply to everybody equally. Some people sail through the fall, they sail through time changes, and others like myself, that challenges of the seasonal changes and time changes are definitely more challenging. Did I say challenging? (laughs) Absolutely. I just find it really interesting. I find that when I know that, my fall season has become a thousand times better than it was, let's say, a few years ago because I know this, because I know I've got the power to change what I eat, to change when I go to bed, to change when I get up, and also to be aware during the day. So that is going to be my suggestion moving into next week. Look at the time you're going to bed, the time that you're getting up. If you want to change that, change them both. And if you are putting, let's say, a time of, I'm for argument's sake, and this is very Ayurvedic, 10 o'clock at night, that you wanna push back your evening routine so that it's at least half an hour, if not an hour before when you want to go to sleep. So if there's things that you wanna do before you go to bed, you wanna finish with the the laundry, you wanna fill the dishwasher, you wanna sweep up, you wanna do your yoga, you wanna do your meditation, you wanna have your bath, all of that stuff becomes your evening ritual. That is a signal to your brain that you are preparing for sleep. So when you do the same thing every night at the same time, and I know we can't do this 100% of the time, but just play with it here a little bit, the brain knows that, okay, this means that I'm gonna start to, to shut down. Similar to how you're moving around the house and you're closing the blinds and you're turning the lights off in the kitchen when you're finishing the kitchen, you're signaling the brain that you are preparing for sleep. That's huge, very different than 
you know, flopping down in bed or looking at your watch at 10 o'clock and going, oh, it's bedtime. Mm, no. What will happen is you'll, you may be in bed by 10.30, perhaps. I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing here or a little bit later. So that evening ritual, especially in the fall, becomes really, really key in your sleep hygiene is how it's described. Don't get frustrated. This could take a little while for sure. And what happens is we move into the weekend and it does change. But if you play with the fact that maybe not changing it too much, right, you will see the benefit of that as well. So <laughs> I don't like to use the term homework, but for those of you that are playing along with me, what is your normal flow already? What's already working for you as you move into this week? If you are tweaking your wake-up routine or your evening routine or anything in between, if, if it's working well for you, your bedtime routine and your wake-up routine, then choose something in between. It could be breakfast, it could be lunchtime, it could be exercise. Choose something in between that you're going to play with the timing and just see what happens. Oh, I feel like it's breath time. I feel like it's time to put our right hand on our heart, left hand on our belly for our belly breathing, our heart breathing. Just inhaling through your nose softly. And as you exhale, just feeling a sense of gratitude, happiness if you like, wonder, just feeling for that softness around your heart, a nice release of your exhalation. And feel free to say to yourself or say along with me, I am exactly where I am supposed to be, doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, being exactly who I am supposed to be being, right here, right now. Exhale. And until next week, happy exploring. And remember, keep being you. Nobody else does you better than you. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years. Or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.